Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. It's been a while, but we're back in the Gospel of Mark today, chapter 14, starting in verse 32. They went to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and Jesus said, Sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and fell to the ground. He prayed that, if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him by. Abba, Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray, so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayer as before. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open, and they didn't know what to say. When he returned to them the third time, he said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But no, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Before we start pointing fingers at the disciples in action, I don't think we can necessarily blame the disciples for falling asleep, can we? Because we fall asleep all the time when we mean to stay awake. Think about the last time you fell asleep while you were watching a show or a movie, or maybe you were in the movie theater when you fell asleep, right? We fall asleep all the time when we mean to stay awake. And here, the disciples keep in mind that it's late at night, that they have had a very large meal with a Passover celebration, and that they are mentally exhausted as well based on everything that Jesus has told them ever since supper. And as they go up to this point, three separate times Jesus leaves the disciples, and three times he returns, and they have fallen asleep. Now, the question here is, have you ever fallen asleep when you pray? Yeah, guess what? You know, me too. Everybody has a tendency to fall asleep when they pray, especially at night, because you are physically pausing, you are closing your your eyes, usually people bow their heads as well, and that is generally the physical posture of falling asleep. That is generally the posture we take. In all of this, the disciples really don't know what to tell Jesus after he continues to return and kind of gently scolds them for not being able to keep their eyes awake and to keep watch. Jesus wants the disciples to pray so that they might not fall into temptation. And despite all of this, Jesus goes off by himself and continues to pray on his own. As we pointed out here in the text, you can see here in verse 32 that on the Mount of Olives is the separate garden called Gethsemane. Now, this is the spot, the Mount of Olives, generally speaking, where Jesus has been staying through this week ever since his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. There is, in this garden of Gethsemane, an oil press there. And this is where people would bring, after they've harvested olives, they would bring these olives into this oil press. And it's symbolic of what's happening to Jesus here. But as this oil press exists to crush out and mill all of the oil from these olives, the same sort of thing is happening to Jesus. There is this tremendous weight and the sense of crushing of what is about to happen to him. And he is griefed to the point of death where he just 
can't bear the weight of what is falling down upon him. The time has come. He knows this and he goes and prays to his father that this crushing weight would be removed from him. Jesus does not want to die. And the sense of this crushing nature, the symbolic instance of what's going on with Gethsemane is seen in Luke's account, Luke 22 verses 40 to 46, where Luke being a doctor points out the fact that Jesus is stressed and strained to the point of sweating blood. This is a medical condition, and I'm going to try and pronounce this as best I can. Hematohydrosis is what it's called. Boy, I hope I got that right. Hematohydrosis is when you are strained and stressed to the point where your blood vessels in your, especially in your forehead, rupture because of stress. Have you ever been that stressed? I tend to not think so. I mean, you might be going undergoing a tremendous amount of stress right now, but this is the weight that Jesus has on him. Jesus is being crushed by the weight of his mission to redeem the world. There's an important point to clarify here in the verses we read is that Jesus does not want to die. He doesn't. Given the fact of between life and death, Jesus would choose life, showing us again his humanity. Jesus does not want to die. There's this element of self-preservation at work in the verses here. Any other way would be better. Jesus still wants to bring people to have peace with God. This is the mission, the very point of why he came. Any other way would be better to do it, though. He does not want to die. Jesus, right now in these verses, is being tempted like no other time in his ministry to abandon his mission. Even though you don't physically read that Satan is there, he is at work tempting Jesus to go ahead and abandon the work that he came to accomplish. There is no other way to save people from sin, though. Jesus has to die. And Jesus, even though he doesn't want to, submits himself to the will of God the Father above all else. And even though he doesn't want to die, his submission to God's will continues to show us that he does does this willingly and without sin. There's no other way to save people from their sin. Jesus has to do it. God has to intervene on our behalf. And Jesus understands that even though he doesn't want to die, and yet he submits himself to God's will and is about to be fully and utterly crushed to death. Above and beyond self-preservation, God's will is going to be done in these verses. And this is a tremendous section of scripture to be able to read, to see Jesus' heart and the extent to which he goes and shows his love for all people. Right, And as we take a look at these verses, Jesus invites the disciples to join with him in prayer so that they might avoid temptation. And it's just interesting as we think about these verses, why Jesus wants the disciples to stay awake and to pray with him. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.